This is another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. For people who are never in a bad mood, everyone else is just annoying. And I'm your host, Sydney. Let's dive into what's getting under our skin this week. So I just went ahead and hit record. So we're going to go ahead and get started. So welcome back, you guys, for another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. Again, this is a podcast for the constantly irritated individual. Um, remember, it is not fault that everything is just annoying. As always, I'm your host, Sydney, discussing the latest and greatest in the news of what has gotten on my nerves this week. And you guys always know it is something. So, new week, new guests. Let's see how long I can keep this up. But similar to last week, I have the pleasure of being joined by somebody whose show I was previously on. But I am excited to have Maurice of Carbon Ops Broadcast with me this week. Do you want to give a quick introduction? Uh, yes. Uh, shout out to Sid for uh, giving everybody my government name. But y'all know your boy from the CO2 Broadcast, Reese L. Black. Thank you for having me. Not a problem. And I will address him as a Reese. I want. I meant to double check with you because I'm like, okay, wait a sec. Shout out to address him as Reese or Maurice. But definitely will address you as such moving forward. But I am happy to have Reese joining me again as we discuss, you know, the aspect of control in relationships. It's always there. And what's healthy in terms of control in relationships? Like, you know, should you be this controlling? Should you not be? And even then, what characteristics tend to not so much go fly under the radar that can be seen as controlling, but you know, that, you know, fly by, that people don't think about as much. So we're going to get into that, as well as the annoyances that come with needing to be more controlling in your relationships if you're somebody who's constantly like, it needs to go this way all the time, 24-7, my way or the highway. And we might even share who's more controlling between men or women. But this is not a conversation in terms of battle of the sexes or anything of that sort. So if you're here for that, you can just cut the show off. <laughs> but anywho, moving on to the first segment of the show, we have fed up or f- So I love telling my guests that this segment is for you, essentially, to kind of give your own introduction to my audience, because what better way to get to know someone than learning about what gets under their skin? So you can share what had you fed up this week, or I can go first, doesn't matter. Hey, ladies first. Okay. So I am fed up with the fact that everybody thinks they can be Dr. CB. And by this, I mean this conspiracy that everything natural is good for you. Dirt is natural and from the earth, but people, human beings cannot eat dirt, you know? And I get using like natural herbs and remedies like turmeric and honey, even adding ginger. Like I love stuff like that. I, I do it all the time. I look for more holistic medicines at certain times, but... Certain things are just a no-no, you guys. Like, face reality. A lot of times when doctors go to school, they have residencies and so forth, like, they are spending years and years and years in the practice of medicine. 
of things that have been studied for centuries. So why not allow them to do their jobs in some aspects? So ladies, stop rubbing lemons on your face. Lemons do not go on your face. They too damn acidic. Yes, you looking like what? People think like, oh, I can make a mask with lemon juice and different things and it's natural. It's going to work. No, lemon juice does not go on your skin. Even the whole more controversial side that I am going to take, saying vaccines cause autism. You got it. They don't. It's been proven that that indeed was proven to be a lie. And you know, I just, I'm over it. I'm a firm believer in mixing the old ways with the new, meaning both like sterile and medical, along with, like I said, more holistic, more natural, but everything is not meant to be natural. And funny, this is not funny, but even a while ago, people love to bring this tweet back up, but there was a woman who was arguing about her case against children being vaccinated. And she's like, oh, vaccines cause too many different issues in babies and children. And somebody was like, name one. And she was like, Alzheimer's. And somebody was like, sweetie, babies can't get Alzheimer's. So again, you guys, like, what? And I know that's not everybody. Everybody doesn't think that way. But again, do your research when you try to use more natural remedies. And just know that everything is not going to work for you. And that's okay. Move past it. Be smart. Be safe. Uh, Reese, do you want to get into what had you fed up? Uh, man, sheesh. Compared to yours, man, it ain't all that bad. You know, the only thing I can't stand is when folks jump to conclusions. That, that damn near gets on my freaking nerves. But only when it comes to entertainment. Somebody will throw something out there via Twitter. Everybody has their own scenario, what happened? And y'all have no idea what is going on with these two individuals behind closed doors. Nobody cares. Kind of like how Kanye is dating like this one chick who got a kid. Mm -hmm. Nobody really knows if, you know, even if they are dating. They could just be kicking it. But if they dating, then they dating. And so people are over here trying to like make the assumption, is he cheating on Kim? and all this other stuff. And it's like, why do you care? Some things like that you have to unfold. But I do get it. When you're in the entertainment world, their business is out. And as a consumer of their products, you're going to really want to know what's going on in their personal life. Their personal life. Me, I don't care. You know, I really give a damn about what they do. But other individuals kind of feel entitled. Like, I should know what's going on because I bought you out. I bought your Yeezys. I bought them, you know, them, that raggedy clothing line. You know? <laughs> I, yeah, I brought that over uh, overpriced shit, you know? So some people kind of feel entitled. Like, so I want to know was you cheating on your wife? I want to know who's this chick. I want to know this and that. But my thing, though, is with famous people, there are always going to be assumptions there because even when they come out and tell you the exact details of whatever situation, there are always going to be people to deny or doubt it. So it's like, mm -hmm. how can you even share or try to prove? And even then, if you're a fan of me, if I am a musician, if I am an athlete, an actress, whatever, you should be coming to me for that sort of content. Unless I'm harming somebody or just doing ill against somebody and you've heard rumors such as those. It's like, does it even matter? Because I don't mean personally, I, I love Beyonce. But funny enough, she's a very private person. And she's never come out to even go against the assumptions people have, which is one thing I love. She's not coming out like, you know, screw y'all, y'all always in my business. It's just like, she's just mine and hers. Always. Yeah, she's her, like, there's a reason why she's private, you see. <laughs> it is, but it's, but you know what, too? I feel like there are a lot of artists that aren't private in that aspect. They, they want to pull back, but they've already given so much. And it's kind of uh -huh. like, you have to find a fine line of even then being relatable and then keeping some things to yourself. Mm -hmm. I, I agree. But then you got individuals out there who follow these people because they're iconic. So they want to know if they should cancel them. So I'm waiting for you to slip up so I can go ahead and get rid of you so I can unfollow you. So, you know, and all that. That's, that's pretty. Remember, these are these individuals, they're 
idolize. Mm -hmm. These are gods to certain people. So that's why this cancel cancel culture is even here, you know, in my opinion. So it's like, yo, I know you better than me. I know you higher than me and I know you make more money than me. But guess what? I can unfollow you in a second. How you feel about that? Even though they really don't care, they don't care about that. That doesn't affect their, you know, their streams of multiple streams of income that they already got. But you feel like you got power when you say you're canceled. And it's like, uh, well, they're still going to be in the next Fast and Furious movie. It's I mean, movie. to an extent, I, I think I have a different outlook on cancel culture compared <laughs> to some people. Because I mean, it can be used for good and it can be used for evil. And even then, People have to be more mindful of, like, you know, what exactly are you canceling the artist for and, like, what to what extent are you even, like, going about canceling this person? Because mm-hmm. what's that man? Oh, my gosh. Just thinking music-wise, an artist, Daniel Caesar. I feel like he's a good example of somebody who was canceled because he had a really chart-topping song, great album. But when he came out and kind of defended a white woman, it was like, oh, black people are just so mean and ruthless. Like, what have white people done to deserve this? And black people, uh-huh. well, guess we're not buying your music anymore because obviously it's a disconnect there. And people just literally stopped talking about his music. I don't know if he still makes it, but I know even me when I heard it, I was like, maybe I hit skip. And it's nothing hard. Like, I'm not getting online and saying, fuck him. And I don't deal with him, but it was just more so like, yeah, he's kind of forgettable. And I feel like you yeah. can also do that to artists when they're, ca- like you can cancel artists in that aspect. But like you said, people are still going to go about making music most times or making mm-hmm. films unless it's really something like truly harmful. So like Harvey Weinstein, shit like that, like that is very much canceled. Yeah, but well, did anybody cancel, did anybody cancel Kid Cudi for coming out in a dress on Saturday Night Live? I highly doubt it. <laughs> You know, so they pretty much still rocked his music. But then again, you know, to each his own. Some people are just, some people like are still, uh, you know, still bump arcade. You know, even though he ain't been on the radio. So, you know, radio cancel. I mean, media is the real cancel culture. They they took his music from all streaming platforms. So you not following him on the gram or whatever yeah. don't mean anything. They took well, him yeah, true, and all too. Like I said before, I think cancel culture, when it comes into play, it's more so... Of even then, like going back to what you said, it's the push behind it. So the more people mm-hmm. that there are realizing whatever and not liking whatever about an entertainer and they push behind it, then more things come to light and people are like, oh, I can no longer deal with this person. And then you see them slowly kind of pull back and take the person out of the spotlight. But it's, it's an interesting topic. I feel like we're going to see more things come up about it over the mm-hmm. years. Just because, you know, we're so integrated with our media as a society, like with social media and so forth, like we shape media to an extent and media also shapes us. Mm-hmm. Like you got black media, black Twitter, black outrage. That's the real cancel culture. Anything that anything that we do, we get canceled. Nobody canceled Beaver yet. Timberlake. But we kind of have, the you know, black folks, we get canceled a lot and we are doing the canceling. I'm trying well, to wait I don't for, keep uh, up with white people, so I don't care. Yeah, maybe that's probably why. Maybe yeah, no, I agree. Maybe it's because it's cultural. We only give a damn about our own stars. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Bill, that was fucked up what you did, you know, and everybody else. Floyd Mayweather, I wouldn't cancel your ass, but you didn't knock that white boy out. You won, so it's all good. If you would if you would have lost, then it'd be like, okay, Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> you lost. Well, no, I, I completely agree. And again, 
makes complete sense. Um, we're going to move on to the main topic and main segment of the show, which is the make it make sense segment. So you guys, as usual, whenever I come up with these topics, I kind of just think about situations I've encountered recently, things in the news, even discussions I've had with friends. I'm like, oh, how can I bring this to my platform? But you know, as a woman who has intimate and romantic relationships with me, I thought more about my interactions with them. And I even mm -hmm. thought about the aspect of control. Cause you know, we, so, we see so much in life about control, like controlling your emotions, controlling your environment, like your perspective you know, having a handle and a grip on those things. And we all like to have a certain amount of like healthy control in different areas of our life. But how useful is having control in more intimate areas where you're relying on your relationships with people? Um, because this is a different, uh, having a relationship with somebody is completely different than the control you have on your job and you going in and you putting forth your best effort and so forth. So I thought more about, you know, when you think about control and controlling relationships, like it should it be more of a push and pull because overall having a level of control in a relationship can make for a much deeper bond, sort of speak, because you're controlling the speed that you guys are going at. Are you getting more intimate? Like you're having more conversations, you're controlling that kind of like timeline and time frame of your relationship. Like, this is what we both want. This is what we're both working towards. You're having discussions about that. But what happens when one person has more control than the other person is, is dominance. Somebody is dominating the other person. And even then, like, by the time it gets to that point, it's completely unhealthy. But what is actually more of a healthy stance when the dominance is not there? Um, so one thing I was going to ask you is how do you describe yourself in a relationship? So just get jumping right into it. Damn. Okay. Uh, question though. Am I, am I the, uh, the first or only married guest that you ever had? No. <laughs> okay. So then I could, then I could, okay, good. Then I could be on a roll here because uh, somebody who has now just been married uh, eight years as a freaking Tuesday the eighth, <laughs> I can go ahead and speak on a uh, really really what you know peel back the layers on what this really is when it comes to like you know so-called control one layer we could pull back you know is the respect aspect if you're trying to control some you know if you're trying to control something it's the possibility that you know there's a lack of respect and also there's a lack of trust so like you said it depends on what you're trying to control now are you the type of person that gets on the phone and calls the electric company when you know you feel that something's wrong with the bill you know, are you the type of person that, you know, just takes over like that, you know, if you're not and, you know, you expect me to do it, but you just do it on your own, you took over, but I wouldn't necessarily call you controlling. I think you're taking the initiative, but most wives, they rather let us get on the phone, be on hold for But I was going to say, I even, wait, even the end, just like more... <laughs> Like, kind of maybe a little bit looking back before we get, like, deeper into the topic, mm -hmm. just off GP, like, how do you describe yourself in a relationship? Are you somebody that's much more laid back? Are you somebody that's much more uh, active? Like, how would you describe yourself? Me, I'm very, okay, me, I'm very, you know, emotionally active because I'm old school, you know? So, me, I'm very, very keyword. If I could, if I put a label on it, I'm very assertive. I am the most assertive. 
even when my wife is about to do something like ah i got it now some individuals might may look at that and be like well that's controlling right there if you're modern but anybody traditional be like nah that's a man let me go do what i do i'm gonna go finish watching my stories while reese goes handle this shit you know <laughs> so yeah so it's more it's more like assertiveness and everything you know so i'm not taking over this is what i signed up for but this is just me like i said i'm traditional the moment you become you know you you know jump into a committed relationship your leader you know i'm not saying you got to follow me but guess what i'm jumping in the lead i'm getting in front of the bullet i'm going ahead and i'm, I'm taking all the shots while you get to sit back and watch and if i go down then you can go ahead and have my back and that's pretty much the deal so it's just the assertive assertiveness you know the red bull attitude when it comes to like you know approaching and getting things done you know, that's me. And see, I think I am a person who, I think I like more so pick and choose uh-huh. based on <laughs> what's needed more so and what I feel is necessary. Um, I can be more laid back with, I feel like people who are a little bit more assertive than me, um, but it's never going to be laid back to the point where I'm just like, oh, they make all the decisions, whatever they say goes. It's just more so like, oh, yeah. like, I don't think I'm combative necessarily. Like, I'm not a person who, it's funny enough, I just talked about this in a previous episode about being laid back and more peaceful. I'm definitely like a calmer person, whatever conversation I want to have with people, even if I feel like I'm upset at the time, I'm going to think about it and think it through before I even approach them. So I'm very like calm and level-headed. I think I'm a balance between being assertive and being passive like I'm not overly aggressive but I'm not super duper passive See, that's, somebody, that's what's interesting and if somebody were to think I was passive funny enough I might let them because it might come out later where I'm like nah see it's not that <laughs> now I have to really step up and try to get there but that's just not me and um one thing I wanted to bring up just for my audience listening to this episode is just a little background on actual things that are controlling in relationships um just little red flags and little things and these are according to psychology today and they said you know always when a person is controlling it isn't overtly threatening or aggressive sometimes people can be emotionally manipulative or act out of their own insecurity and you know people of any gender age sexual orientation, anything can be controlling. Even though we're going to talk about our own feelings and our own thoughts across the board, there's typically a balance of the amount of men or women that are controlling. And uh, most times it can be characterized as small things, somebody who constantly criticizing you, using a guilt card, you know, being overreactive or belittling you, things of that nature. So even then, outside of that list, are there any attributes that you would consider controlling in a relationship that most people might not think of no you summed it all up right there when you read all that because in the very beginning what i mentioned lack of respect everything that you just mentioned on that list was disrespect and if you're a controlling individual like let's take manipulation you know mm-hmm. what with, with manipulation there's always a or else you know sid go out with me or else now you're in fear, so you're probably just gonna go ahead and have that dinner with me, or you know, you're gonna put all your friends on work, let everybody know a restaurant guest so they can come up and take me out. But persuasion is different. Like if I say, like, hey, Sid, come out with me, trust me, you'll have fun. Now you kind of have like a different type of vibe. It's like, yo, shit, maybe I will. <laughs> you know, yeah. that wasn't manipulation. I just threw it out there, like, nah, trust me, I'm that guy, I'm that dude. We're gonna we gonna have fun. And guess what? I respected you. Mm-hmm. And obviously, if you say no, you already know I'm gonna be on my way, and you know, maybe next time, and that's what it is, you know. But all of that that you just mentioned on that list, 
was all disrespectful. Yeah, and my favorite one. Yeah, you're right on that list. Insecure. Yeah, and I know one thing that they pointed out that I thought was really interesting. And I feel like I'm definitely a person like this because I had somebody do something similar to this. And I was like, oh, no, like I literally cut it off the minute they did it. But when mm. somebody does not respect your need for a long time, mm -hmm. I am big on not so much being to myself, but just having time to recharge and regroup. And I do that alone often. I don't have to be with people 24-7. And if anything, you know, respect that boundary. So when I am interested in a guy or, you know, we have something going on and we're dating, do not, if I do not respond right then and there, do not blow up my phone or constantly keep messaging me. Like, I am going to get to you and respond. And even then, sometimes I may even tell people, like, oh, hey, really busy, got some things going on, going to try to get back to you when I can. And I know people have that bullshit response. You make time for what you want and blah, 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 blah. But you do make time for what you want. But to an extent, me and you time should not cut into my time by myself. And you should not feel like that you're going to delegate my me time. My me time is Sydney's time. I set the boundary for that. And I wouldn't do that to anybody else. I wouldn't be like, ah, oh, so you just at home by yourself. Like, you just don't want me to come over. or You just don't want to do nothing. If people don't want to, they don't want to. You know. The reason why I'm over here smiling and trying to hold back my laugh is because I've been there. I wasn't that guy, no, but I've been blown up, you know, except our me time is like playing PlayStation with the homies or going to go play ball or whatever. Like our me time is not really being home. But some dudes, I mean, well, me, I'm very extrovert. I'm always. But even then, though, if you're not at home, even if it is you going to be with your friends, you yeah. going to the gym. I like when my partners or people I'm interested in have friends, have other activities. Yeah, they does not bother me all the time. No, no, I get it. You know, but then there's individuals like, see, all the people that you don't mention, you you already know what they want. You're not them shit. So you already know why they want to kick it with you. And the, But the reason why, you know, most women will like want to blow me up and kick it with me is because, you know, they want my attention because they're bored. You know, like you, you don't look like an individual that gets bored because you got stuff going on. You know, you're either editing, you're either studying, you're either working, and then you repeat the process, you know? Even, so you, even without that, even when times yeah. where I felt like I was less busy, like in my work life or even with my friends and different things, I still, I don't know. I'm not going out of my way to blow anybody up. Like that's so yeah. odd to Unless me. Unless you desire them. I mean, if they're, if they're highly desired by you, it's like you might want to go ahead and hang out with them because I'm not even going front. There's even a time where, yeah, let me hit this girl to see what she's doing. And she's like, um, I'm out of it. And of course, okay, I'm, I'm breaking bro code until I'm on myself and I could do that because it's a show show. All right, I'm, I'm just going to keep it real with you from a guy's point. Yeah, we get upset when we hear that, you know, I just need some me time because we think you're with another guy. Because in some cases, when I was out there, you know, in the streets or whatever, yeah, I was the other guy. This girl done lied to you and said she needed some me time or whatever. Yeah, that's probably because she was kicking it with me, you know. But all those other dudes on the other side of the spectrum, they literally think that. So, yeah, they don't believe you when you say you need some me time. That's why they already say, oh, you were some other nigga. Yeah, that's why they do that and everything. And you're probably the ones that's honest about it. But that's coming out with the insecurity. Going yeah. back again. <laughs> yeah, going back again to what we discussed before because unless, and even then, you know, dating is dating, but unless you have really specified with a person and had that conversation that we're seriously committed and we're only seeing each other then, 
why even assume and put yourself through that unnecessary stress of trying to think, mm-hmm. oh my God, is this person with somebody else? Like mm-hmm. this, that, and the third. It's odd. And I get when you like people, like you said, you do want to be around them. You do want to be hanging out with them. But I mean, there has been, there have been guys in the past who I've been interested in. Mm-hmm. Instance, and they've been like, you know what? I've been really busy. I have a lot of stuff going on. I'm going to get back to you when I can. I'm like, okay. And if they get back to me and we move forward with it, so be it. If they don't, move it on. Yeah, that's because you're busy, Sid. A bunch of girls out there, they ain't got nothing going on and they end up sweating to do, you know, like when you, you, this world that we're in, this whole concept, see, this is busy world. Anybody who has never done this before has no, hell, even you had to reschedule this, (laughs) you know, because you're mad busy. And even I had to like move some things over, you know, like date night with the wife in order so we could do this because we know how important collaborations are when it comes to this content creation game, you know, but let's just keep it real. The whole insecurity thing sparks because on the guy side, not too many of the ladies end up making up for that missed opportunity or whatever. They never be like, you know what, like you said, I'll get back to you. Some of us never get that phone call because we were over here thinking another guy, you know, came and swept her off her feet or she just ended up getting too busy and just forgot about us, which basically lets us lets us know that we didn't have much of an impact on you anyway. So you doing your project or whatever was way more important to kick it with me and get to know me. You know, it is what it is. But if we don't end up getting that made up date, like, you know what, let me make it up to you. How about this Sunday? You and I, we're going to go to Starbucks and, you know, we're just going to chop it up. I will make that time for you. And then we'll be like, all right, show you right. Yeah. I'm, I'm down. I mean, that comes with the discussion part, and even the end, ha- like being more open and honest with people. And one thing I was going to ask you is, have you ever been in a relationship or been pursued by somebody who you consider to be controlling? Uh, all of the above, both. Yes. Now, <laughs> y'all, y'all gotta understand, like this, this wasn't around, you know, twenty odd years ago. You know what I mean? This was, this came about like in the thirties when I just woke the hell up. You know what I mean? But yeah, I was uh, in my younger days. You know, like 24, 25, I was actually engaged, and yeah, she was mad controlling. But I thought that was cute. I thought being with an insecure chick, like if she's down with you and yada yada, and she tries to do this and like you ain't wearing that, we crazy, you better get off the phone with that girl, what's wrong with you? I thought that was fly. Like, dang, she want me all to herself, you know? So I really wasn't gamed up on insecurity. Mm-hmm. But then that manipulation kicked in. Then the disrespect kicked in. Cause like now, you know, the verbal escalation, the verbal abuse, all of that kicked in. And yeah, guess what? You know. Says audience, especially ladies, yeah, men do get verbally abused, you know, and we end up taking it. And now we're afraid to leave the chick because, like, okay, if she could cuss me out in public in front of everybody, I wonder what she could do to my job. So let me stay in this relationship with that's literally what we think. And that's just for the dudes out there that never had a bad chick. And that normally is happening with a chick that he's with. I've never been with a chick like this before. I'm never going to get another chick like this. So let me stay with this controlling chick. You know, but then again, you're not controlling unless you're controlled. So yeah. I, I allowed all of that to happen, you know? That's very true. And even then, I know me personally, I haven't had any major run-ins with, I feel like, men that are, like, overtly controlling. But I have had a few, like, show aspects. Like, for example, I remember this one guy got upset with me because we had been texting. We hadn't even been on a date. We had been texting and. I know me personally, I hate when guys call me boo and babe and baby and stuff and real boo. Uh. <laughs> all of that stuff. Like, 
No, unless we even in. My name is Sydney. That's what my mother named me. Let's let's keep it at that level. Let's not do that. So he had texted me and said something of that sort. And I don't think I text back quick enough for them, him. So he texted me again. And it was like, oh, so you just <sighs> find or something of that sort. And I'm just like, oh, I was busy. I didn't get around to it. Like, what did you even see him? Because I could have swore it was just like a, hey, what's up? It was something very simple. It was not asking me, like, are you available this day or anything that was, you know, needing a res- a timely response so i'm like what's up like what what did you see and like what do you want and yeah he took a screenshot of what he sent me initially the message and then sent it to me i'm like nigga i saw this what are you trying to prove to me like okay, okay. it was so odd i'm like red flag done with that like that's really weird and even then i had what did you say i'm sorry oh, i didn't say that i was listening and then even then i had an experience with a guy who funny enough told me and see this is how i know he's controlling too because we were having a discussion about something one night and i can't even recollect the exact details of the conversation but then the next day he went out his way just to Send me this very long response about the conversation and about these things that he didn't like and appreciate and all this other stuff. So I followed up like, you know, we can talk about it more, but I don't think I was meaning anything by it. Like not to, you know, come off as offensive because I don't think that was my whole play. I don't think I would go out of my way to offend you. But if, you know, if you felt this way, we can talk about it more. And then he was just like, well, and I'm like, you know what? Never mind. Another controlling <laughs> aspect. So I cannot deal with you. But even then, those things are so subtle, but just my own aura and vibe was so put off by it. Like, you know, okay, I have a daughter, so you already know I have to break Broco 100%. I just, I, I, you know, she's only 12, but I got a gamer up as she gets older. And I'm actually going to go ahead and give you a free one. So you actually want to know the other little subtle one of somebody controlling, you know, especially on our end. You know, so screw all you men out there who are fans of this show and y'all saying I'm simping because I'm breaking broco or whatever. And if you're even thinking about that shit, then you one of the niggas that I'm talking about and shit, all right? <laughs> look, any man that goes like this, sit, sit, sit. No, look at me. Look at that right there. That right that you leave, you, you go. You go. Like, why? Jeez. He wants you to look him into eyes because he wants to go ahead and look down your soul. He is now talking to your soul and grabbing hold of you. And you are damn near intimidated as hell you so damn it ever wonder why how come most women really don't report anything to like the police or authorities if something bad happened because they're they afraid they remember that look they remember that ike turner look what's the look got to do with it you know they remember that and they're just like they're frozen they're scared they're a deer in headlights you know it's like damn it's done so yeah run when you hear that i mean if he just like no nah, no nah, look look, look that's different you know but he's just like and I mean, it's it's definitely like you said, it's a time and place for everything, but it's still gonna have to be a a level of respect. So if we are ha- having a conversation, or you do want to bring up something with me, don't go about it in the way of you feeling like you have to control my outlook on it. You're not going right. to make me see a certain situation a certain way. Like, nah, let's not even do that. Because I don't, I don't right. feel like I come into things with that when I have discussions with men about things that I don't like I'm just more so like you know I want to discuss this further when I brought this to you but you know if this really is a breaking point then I'm going to end it with I just don't think we should deal with each other yeah men don't want to discuss anything about 
this aspect, just like what's controlling, what's manipulating, you know, who's in control, you know, who's more controlling. Like, no, we can actually take a, take a dig in that one, like who's more controlling, men or women. But the thing is, it could be an offset, and I really ain't trying to like, you know, piss nobody off, but that's what I do. I like pissing people off, so whatever the case may be. Because the thing is, anything that comes from me, you know, it, it's, it's gonna seem anecdotal. Mm-hmm. But I can also go like this. If we're talking about what's happening today, in my experience, you know, my dating experience, you know, I have dated a lot of single mothers mm. and they do have a tendency to try to check me like they're like I'm a little boy because they got a little boy. You know what I mean? It's funny. The ones that had daughters were sweet, but the ones that have boys, they kind of have a tendency to try to like, you know, treat you like, you know, why are you wearing that? Come here. What is this one? Another like, ah, oh, hold on. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah. See, you got to like, ah, I'm, I'm, I'm a grown ass man. And I think as black people, I get, us black men get tired of telling, you know, women that shit. We're a grown man. But then again, some some of us still look like big ass boys. You know, we were the ball caps. And well, I like I like my $40 ball cap. Sometimes we're still wearing baggy pants. We still like our baggy pants. But my but thing though is like, hey, but, but, but my thing though is when people try to do it, at least in the aspect of let's talk about like controlling what people wear and their appearance. This person yeah. looked like this when you met them. Why did you not think throughout you dating them and getting seriously involved that any of this would change? Oh, it's like oh, sure. I can this speak whole, you know, this whole thing that people love to go about, oh, would you let your girl wear this out in public? Like if she has on a really revealing dress, like I don't see how some of y'all let. And it's like, what do you get out of her wearing what you want? Like, Sure, you can tell a woman to go change her dress, but if she's going to go to the club or drink or do anything that you just feel truly isn't appropriate, like what is that going to stop? That seems like a different discussion. Ego. It's all the male ego, you know, like I did. Once again, sorry, fellas, but nah, <laughs> I'm grown. And some of y'all been bullshit, but yeah, it's ego. Because I'm going to tell you what happens behind the closed doors. And yeah, she tried to throw it on, but I was like, nah, take your ass back in the house and change. And then, you know, some of the homeboys are like, man, you got your woman to check. That's what I'm talking about. That's all it is. No, that's all it is. But then, also, there are some women out there that enabled it. Like, damn, my man told me to change. I was like, okay, damn, shit. Kind of turned me on when he was a little, you know, domineering. Like, and that, the same women that be cheating, too. So it's like, I don't get it. Yeah, but, all but who around the relationship with? is unhealthy. Yeah. But most likely they're cheating with somebody who was more domineering, but they actually have something that they could benefit more from. So now I'm cheating on, you know, cheating with this guy who acts just like my quote unquote controlling man, but he could get me into the club. He could get me into the L.A. scene or whatever. He could get me a part in a Hollywood movie. See, there's a benefit to it. Oh, yeah. he She ain't going to get controlled by another dusty bucket. No, that's <laughs> You know, no, no, she's going to get control where she could benefit from. You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, this is why, you know, there's like a lot of domestic violence and, you know, you know, with like some individuals like that. They don't want to leave like, hey, Chris walks to the best. Women don't go back to a different lifestyle. You know what I mean? Like if there's a lifestyle they enjoy, they want to stay there. Regardless if they're being controlled or not, they don't want to lose this. I am living life better than my hunger. I need to keep this right here, you know? And on the guy's side, it's like, yeah, I tell her to do this and do that. Watch this. Y'all want some sandwiches? Hey, sandwiches. And she'll go ahead and march back there with her French maid outfit with the high heels because guess what? I told her to wear that shit when she makes sandwiches. And now she's over here serving me and the homies some damn sandwiches. 
with those aspects of control and things, they always go up in flames because down the line, it's like a breaking point. And people you, you would think, realize you, that after a while. You would think, Sid, but how many times have you probably saw a story like this and said, damn, why didn't you just leave? Well, how many times like, have you seen that? Well, I feel like I don't think about that when it more so results, resorts to violence. Like when it's more like physical abuse and mental abuse and emotional I don't think I say that. I think, again, mine is when it's more subtle. Like, why are you dealing with mm-hmm. this? This is so dumb. It's so, like, beneath you. Even with me and, like, one example I was going to bring up, for instance, just in terms of, like, how men and women differ in their uh, controlling ways. Like, you know, even just in the research I saw, women can be more of, like, the emotional manipulators and the emotional right. control. Whereas men may be a little bit more overtly and aggressive. But I thought about how I watched The Best Man, the movie. I rewatched it. I've seen it a thousand times, but I rewatched it this past year. Everybody got the show on Blu-ray. Yes, because they added it on Netflix. But I thought about Shelby. Do you remember Shelby? I love me some Shelby. Yes, Shelby's character who dated Uh uh, the friend Julian Dreadlock. Yeah, but even then how he was like, oh my God, like all my friends are in town. You know, I haven't seen them in ages. Like I'm, I'm trying to spend time with them. Like, don't you get it? And she's like, that's mm-hmm. fine. Like spend time with them. Just forget all about me. Like forget about me. I never, yeah, I don't, don't want to, I don't even want to step on their toes. Like I'll never be able to compete with them. And it was more so like her getting her way in this aspect of being like, well, you don't care about me in the first place. So you wouldn't even do what I said just because you never take what I say into consideration. Mm-hmm. And do you remember what Shelby looked like? Yeah. Shelby was pretty. She was yeah. cute. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't know much of the character of Merch. There really wasn't any backstory of all these people. But has Merch ever even had a woman as attractive as her in his whole entire life? And the thing is, all these men, so. if I remember, I they were all... like he did it. I, think, I felt like yeah, he was see? really inexperienced because even he met... Um, Regina Hall's character later on, he was like, okay, like, I'm more attracted to her. Now I can kind of stand up for myself. Yeah. And you know what? And, you know, I analyzed that movie. I, I could get deep with that movie, but I'll just, get, you know, get it out the way real quick. Look, I don't know what Shelby's profession was. I think I think she was corporate. I want to say she was corporate, but I can't remember if they even mentioned it like that. But she comes off as corporate. So she probably has her own bag. It is what it is. So now he got this hot corporate chick who's probably good in a sack, too. He's not trying to blow that, you know, but now you got the stripper over here who's done this forever, you know, a seducer with the body exotic dancer. That's nothing corporate. That's nothing really to be like brag about. So guess what? On his end, that's why he really wasn't tripping off of it. Like, remember how sprung he was getting when she, she was giving him that first lap dance? He got sprung that quick. Why? Because it was physical. Like, dang, my own woman, my own wife, she don't even give me lap dance. If I got the stranger hooking me up, and what did but she do too, at the end? But, too, that's another thing, though. I guess, thinking back to it, you only allow yourself to be controlled by certain insecurities that you have. Yeah. So and like, he was very insecure. So if you are insecure and feel like, oh, my God, I'm never going to meet a person like them, like, then, yeah, you yeah. might go along with those more of where it is, where it at, why you not doing this when I say it, or I don't like when you do this type of thing. So... I feel like people have to take that into reference because, you know, people will 
try to take advantage of those that are weak-minded. Controlling people typically don't go for other controlling people because then they butt heads and they like, well, hell, you're not going to do what I say do and I'm not doing what you say do. No, but what's different on our end as guys is we let you guys control because we know we're not going to get the box anymore. Everything that we do is because we want to make sure that the box is staying. That's why we go like, okay, 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 okay. Oh, like I said, I'm I don't even want a man honest. like that though. Ew. Hey, but, oh, okay, you got to be careful when you say that because now if you end up dealing with a guy who has had a whole bunch of box, he could get complacent, but you still want him to treat you like a lady. You know, you still want him to respect you. But there's some guys out there that just look at you just like. I don't, but, like too, I, but I don't want a man who I can run over. Yeah, oh no, nobody, nobody wants that. But I'm going to tell you something. The majority of, especially in the black community, the majority of, you know, men were raised by a single mom, of course. Now, the thing is, a single mom wasn't around, you know, grandma was around, auntie. And then after that, you know, I explained this in one of the Narakusa video. Then we're going to school. We're pleasing the teacher. Who's female, lunch lady, bus driver, crossing guard. We're always trying to, like, please a woman to the point is when we grow up and we get rejected or we feel that it's coming, we go into, like, quick defensive mode and like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. okay, 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 okay. Because now we don't want to lose that, you know, that, that affection from you. It's like, if she get mad, she won't kiss me. She won't hold me. If something's on my mind, she won't listen. This is what happens to them dudes. You know, then you got the other dudes who, you know, had dad around to be like, look, son, plenty of fish in the sea. Have fun. Go swimming. Sow your royal oats. And then he's just like, oh, yeah, right. You know, that's why some dudes can be like, oh, sick, you're busy. Okay, cool. You know, just hit me, get out to me whenever. You're like, okay. And then while you're busy, and that day comes, I was already out on three different days, three different, three different tricks having fun to the point where you got hit me. Hey, you free Sunday? I can be, which means I had something lined up with somebody else. <laughs> and now I'm flaking on them yeah. to now kick it with you. Yeah. Now the thing is, you really don't want that guy. But the simple fact why he ain't sweating you so damn much. Yeah. You're attracted to that. And the simple fact that you can't run over to the guy, you know, like, you know, can I be there at three? No, nah, no, nah, let's, let's just meet at one. Like, I just want, I just feel like more people should go about finding those individuals that they relate to more on an equal level of, like I said, you know, there can be a healthy level of control between you two. Like, you know, when I bring up this issue, he listens to me, he shares his point of view. When he brings up this issue, I listen to him, like that control of knowing when I speak up, my partner is going to hear me in a respectful way. And like you said, validate um, any concerns that I may have. But I don't know. And and then, too, I think it's so interesting with the younger, like, I'm young, too. But, like, with younger generations of people, it's so crazy. Because they're always like, well, we not our grandparents. Well, back in our grandparents' day or back then. And I'll be like, if anything, yeah. I feel like they were much more controlling then, and like the most. Well, it's gonna be worse in the next twenty, thirty years, all because all the grandmamas is going to all the grandmamas are gonna be like y'all, or ten years older. So all the grandmamas are gonna be, ooh, off the hook. Yeah, Sharkeisha and them, they gonna hit seventy themselves. <laughs> and I so mean, guess I guess I don't know. At <laughs> least the people I put myself around, like I see people say stuff online, but my only thing with the internet and with social media is that's on that those only showcase the mind frames of a few people. That's not the yeah. rest of the world. But in a lot of ways with people, I'm just always like, why is there this nostalgia <laughs> for this older generation when they had their own issues? Like 
Their issues were no different than us. The only difference that the only issues they had was they had to basically deal with Jim Crow at the same time as dealing with whatever domestic issues well, they had with the, you know with their husband or their wife. You know that's now we're true, all integrated. Well, I can say as a woman, we had way more because hell, women couldn't even get credit cards until like 1971. So, and when both people people stopped trying to like control an aspect of everything, and guess what? It's done. You know, you say your apologies, my bad. I shouldn't have said this, my bad. I shouldn't have told you to wear that or whatever. I was just thinking somebody was going to snatch you up, you know. And that's another thing folks really need to get out of that, too. Because the whole insecure thing, I don't know what to do. But some people just pretty much need to work on themselves with the insecurity to leave. But you really just can't get that out of everybody. You know, that's why you see relationships and a whole lot of turmoil. You see the reality shows and everything. That's just how it is until, like you said, until they get therapy. <laughs> Right, I'm gonna stop fucking around with everybody on that shit. <laughs> well, you guys, moving on to the last segment of the show, we have you are drove. So again, you guys, mm. you know, just giving you all the background that is necessary. This segment of the show is used um, as like St. Louis terminology for drove, meaning that you thought something was gonna work out a certain way and it didn't. And you're like mad, like mad, sad, upset. You're really just like, wow, I thought this would just flip in my favor. And it does not. Uh, I love giving people the example of 2020. You know, everybody, 2020 vision. 2020 is my year. And we endured so much during that short one year. So moving on to this week's segment, y'all. I don't get people. And this lady knew she was wrong. A nurse in the United Kingdom stole a dead patient's credit card and used it to purchase snacks from the vending machine at the actual hospital and was quickly apprehended and arrested. Because why would you do that? But you guys, a healthcare worker in the United Kingdom stole the patient's card. And the theft took place on Thursday, and she had taken it from an 83-year-old woman, um, and it was at the Heartlands Hospital in the actual COVID ward. So this was a woman who had passed away due to COVID or, um, I believe, uh, complications with the virus. But she actually stole the card back in, when did she steal the card? So when the woman passed away shortly after, she used the car and made her way to a vending machine and made six separate purchases using the contactless payment. And the police caught up to her when she tried, when she continually tried to use it for days, despite the family actually canceling the credit card. So not only was she bold enough to use it in the hospital that she worked in, where the person who she had stolen it from had passed away and was still like in, I believe, but tried to go back and use it elsewhere. Like, are you not a nut? What in the hell would possess you? And even then, she returned to the hospital, they said for her shift, four days after the woman had passed, still with the card in her possession. So when officers questioned her, she told them that she had found it and confused it with her own card. And she's now been given two concurrent jail terms of five months each, both of which they said for, I believe, 
almost like a year and a half. So I don't know the actual uh, like things they have in place or laws in the United Kingdom in regards to identity theft and credit theft, but that's crazy. And you already have like a job. So I don't, I don't see how you were in need of really having to take this from this woman. And then not to think that her family wouldn't catch on. Because I'm sure, like, at least from my experience, when I've had relatives pass, you know, if banks call or if anything, they're like, oh, that person has passed. We have proof. Like, is there any way you can cut these different services off or do whatever? So I don't even think why that didn't run across her mind. The world we live in. I personally, I, I don't even think I would steal a credit card from somebody who is alive because that's literally, and at least in the United States, that is a federal crime and a federal charge. You are going to jail, not for a, just a quick hot jump and a skip. You're going to jail, jail, and you're going to have some sort of fine. I know, I think it was my episode before the last one. I even did a You Were Drove segment on a woman who stole um some identities through a motor vehicle um commission in like another state and was using the stolen identities to pay for her lavish lifestyle and was flexing on Instagram. So they were quickly able to identify her and she is I she had been apprehended and looked to face up to like a good five years in jail, as well as having to pay a fine of, I think it was like $250,000, when initially, when she stole the identity and applied for whatever loan, it was only $150,000. So it's like, was it worth it? Was it worth it? Never. But you guys, that is it for this week's episode. It was a pleasure having Reese here with me today, um, discussing, you know, what to look for in a relationship that you feel is controlling. And even then, why we do that as people and where we can pull back from and actually look to put more into so we can make sure that we're having healthy relationships. Um, Reese, do you want to tell the people where they can find you at? Uh, yeah, of course, you guys know you can uh, find me on the gram. So hit the show's Instagram at CO2Rawcast. And if you haven't, please subscribe to our YouTube channel under Carbon Ops Broadcast. And it, of course, is featured on uh, episode 22, one of them, because we got hella episodes of work. And please, if you can, you know, after following us on the ground, make sure you go ahead and watch our mini-series, the CO2 Rawclusive. I just got back in Vegas, and I was interviewing a lot of people about uh, what y'all proposed to a man. You know, go ahead and peep in and support it, and make sure you follow us on uh, Facebook oh under the same God. handle, CO2 Rawcast. Oh, that's, that's a scary thought, proposing to a man. Woo! Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> the reactions was priceless. I can believe it. I look mine now. I'm like, what? But anywho, you guys, you know my spiel after every episode. If you are an avid complainer like I am, let me judge your complaints. Um, you can email those annoyances to annoyednotoffended at gmail.com so I can potentially share them on the show and let you know if you should be annoyed or offended. Thanks, you guys. That's it for today's episode. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to Annoyed Not Offended with See It. Have a question or interested in sharing an annoyance of your own to be read on the show? Email annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Annoyed Not Offended for more hilarious content and updates on the show. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, bye.